readers, welcome to Your Bookstore Besties. We're your hosts, Rachel and Becky, best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore. We love chatting about all things books, and we're so happy that you joined today. Hello, listeners. No, I'm doing that again. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, please keep that hello. Okay, fine. All right, sorry, that was awkward, guys. Um, It's it's me, your girl, Becky, and that's Rachel. We're your bookstore besties. Oh, geez. Wow. What an intro. What an intro. Uh, Welcome back, guys. (laughs) Rachel, how was your Christmas? Oh, it was good. We just had a little like uh, get together at home. I have a small family, so we just kind of had food, open presents, just sat around and talked. It was really fun. What about yours? Yeah, no, I have a very large family and we were missing several of my siblings, but um, it was still really fun, you know, uh, having a lot of adult siblings. We we played a lot of games. It was really fun. My mom, she showed up and uh, made a lot of wonderful, delicious food. So yeah, it was so much fun. What kind of games do you guys play? Um, we, so my sister and her husband, she found a game on TikTok where you put a bunch of things under cups and you lift them up and that's like your present. So there was things from like $3 to like chocolate. Um, oh, I've seen it was that. like really, really fun. Yeah. And then, um, Andrea's got two expansion packs of Dominion, which we love Dominion. It's a board game. We played that. Oh. And then, um, I think, is it called Code Breakers? Why am I brain farting? It's a game where you play with two teams and is it code names like, code names that's it we loved it, it was oh so my gosh fun. i love that game yeah it's great it's great for a large amount of people especially you know have a large family so yeah it was just a really lovely day yeah i mean i was talking about this with other people but this year felt really weird around the holidays mm. for me like i don't know if it was just for everyone but like it i didn't feel like it was christmas until it was christmas mm, i don't know if that's yeah. me getting older or like the year being odd or what it was but it's probably yeah. all of that, honestly. It's probably all of the above, yeah. Yeah, wait till you get in your well, 30s, <laughs> Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. All right, well, after – so we are recording this on the 29th, so you are seeing <gasps> yes. this right afterwards. So this is, like, the closest that we've ever recorded and uploaded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it's it's, it's been fine. busy around here. Um, but we're really excited for this episode because we're going to talk about our wrap up for the year. So mm-hmm. we have some statistics. We have the goods and the bads yeah. of the year. <laughs> and so we we have just some a list we're going to go through. Um, first, uh, we don't want to forget to do our fun fact. Oh, we cannot and- forget that. <laughs> my fun fact is really silly and stupid um i don't wear socks in the house i don't wear socks at home i don't like socks okay I but like socks. what what do you do when it's cold like for your toes i have slippers <laughs> oh okay, i wear duh. slippy slips yeah slippy i just slip got slip. new slippers for christmas they're really soft <gasps> oh. and um i have multiple pairs of slippers so like i'll get up and i'll put on my slippers i'll like go to the kitchen i'll go back okay I sit down that's cute that's cute i don't know I don't wear socks. I hate socks. People who wear <laughs> socks at home, uh, I don't know. She's anti socks. You've heard of her first. I'm anti socks. I hate the fact that I have to put on socks. <laughs> I wish that I just can't. 
wouldn't be able to. Anyway, what's your fun fact? Okay, mine is really ridiculous. So um, after high school, I was like going to community college and I was feeling really lonely and sad because all my friends oh. left me to, went to, to go to real college. I was living with my parents. And so I started making a series of YouTube videos where I pretended to be like this Eastern European woman who was like vlogging about America. I feel like I showed you this. I, I think I, it was either you or Drew that I showed my Absolutely videos Absolutely not. Did you show okay. me this? I'm going to have to send them to you because they're, they're pretty ridiculous. And like, this is the early days of YouTube. This is probably like, I don't know, 2006, 2007. Uh, but like oh people thought it was real and they would like message me and be like, welcome to America. But the thing that I thought was funny <laughs> was that I told people that I was from near Czechoslovakia, which doesn't exist. Czechoslovakia is not a country anymore. And yeah, so like, hello, I'm Manushkanya from near Czechoslovakia. And people were like, I hey, welcome to America. <laughs> so anyways, that's my fun silly side. Becky, fact. what in the actual heck are you talking about? Like... <laughs> You just wanted so much attention that you decided to just pretend to be a whole other person. I was lonely. That's admirable. It was very lonely. Okay. I like how, once again, our fun facts are absolutely unhinged and absolutely like <laughs> the complete opposite. I'm yeah. like, Rachel's like, I don't wear socks at home. And Becky's like, I created a whole persona <laughs> online. That was, jeez. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> uh, I guess let's get into our stats. Um, so like I said, we're recording this on the 29th, so we do have time before the new year ends, uh, or the new year begins, I guess, to change our minds about some of these and change some of the numbers, but that is true. if we do, it won't change by much and we'll probably update you in the next podcast. Uh, so let's start with the big one. So yeah. what was your Goodreads goal? Did you accomplish yeah, yeah. it? And how many books did you read? All right. Uh, my goal is 85 books. I finished it yesterday. Yo. Woohoo. Yay. So, well done, Becky. That was my goal. I did and I did not even exceed it. I just did the exact bare minimum of 85. So first of all, that's admirable. And that is not the bare minimum. You reached your goal and you've accomplished that. And we're very proud of you. And good job. Yay, everyone. Clap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Um, my goal was, um, 100 and I read 111. Woo! That's nice a good one, number. One, one. Frodo Baggins turned 111 on his birthday in the, the, not the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. So yeah, 111. Um, I might finish one or two more, but <laughs> it's funny because you know, that, um, that podcast where we were like, here's what we think we're gonna read before the end of the year and oh, i was like yeah, yeah. i want to finish song of achilles i have yeah. a bunch of mm -hmm. books that i haven't read yet i have a buddy read i haven't read yet guess who did none of that yeah none of that it was you it all. was you <laughs> i didn't finish song of achilles i didn't finish the two romance books that i put down and like never picked back up even though i was mm -hmm. one of them i was enjoying one of them was okay um, I didn't even finish the buddy read with my friend. I was texting her yesterday. Shout out Amanda. Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, yeah, I didn't finish this book. Did you finish this book? And she texted me this morning. She was like, it wasn't my fave. So like, oh. we can just move on. And I was like, okay, oh. like good for that. <laughs> so we're leaving that behind. Um, but yeah, 111 for me. Nice. So originally we were supposed to talk about our top five. But Becky and I, completely separately and unprompted and without communicating, uh, both picked 10. <laughs> so, <laughs> I couldn't so do I it. I think we're going to give. Now, are yours in order, though? No, these are not in order. Okay. I'm not God. good. I mean, like, because... how do you how do you order books that, like, you read 365 days ago and, you know, 
I don't know. It's like the newer stuff is fresher. And so I don't know. I wasn't sure. So I just like, you know, these are the ones that I thought about and I really, really, really enjoyed. So okay. top 10. All right. Let's just go one by one then. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Um, as per last week, um, Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. So oh if you gosh. want if you want the TLDR, you can go to last week's episode, No Fresher, but that's a sci-fi novel. Loved it. Oh, you are so welcome for that one. You are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um one of mine uh i also have talked about it already um secretly yours by tessa bailey that one's an arc Mm -hmm. that one doesn't come out until march march maybe Mm -hmm. um but really good rom-com highly anticipating it coming out in Mm -hmm. actually february february 7th um so that's mine and i gave that one five stars nice um, my next one is actually a middle grade novel. It's called Hummingbird by Natalie Lloyd. I mentioned this um, in our middle grade um, book about a, a girl who's in a wheelchair who there's a magical hummingbird that comes to her town that'll grant witch- wishes. Uh, it's just really, really good. Really liked it. Cried. I laughed. It's great. My next one, I don't know if this is one I've talked about. Um, it's Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, um, oh, yeah. which is an annoying title, but a uh, really good book. Uh, it's about uh, it's by Gabrielle Zevin. Um, she also wrote the storied life of AJ Fickery. If you're familiar, um, she's known for writing sad fiction books, and it's about two people um, who are friends. Always like kind of a will they won't they thing, um, but they become creative partners uh, of a video game that goes super popular. And so, for someone who loves video games, someone who loves sad books. Uh, it was it was great. So I gave that one four stars. Okay, great. My next one is one that I've never mentioned before. I was I think I read this in January or February. It's called Love and Saffron, a novel of friendship, food, and love, and it's by Kim Fay. So a caveat to this is this book is like so unlike me to read. It's a historical fiction <laughs> novel set in the fifties. Um, and I had an arc of it before it came out and it was really short. So I was like, I'll give this a try. But it was probably my first five star book of, of the year that I read. So basically set in the 1950s, 20 something Joan writes a fan letter to Imogene, who's a 50 something woman who writes like a kind of a lifestyle column from her home in the Pacific Northwest. And then the two women who are like so different, you know, um, they begin a correspondence that turns into like this unlikely friendship. And they talk about food and what they're cooking, the loves in their life. And it's just, it was so freaking beautiful. I laughed. I cried. Just like an incredible homage to delicious food and friends. So highly recommend that one. Okay. My next one, uh, to no one's surprise, uh, Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. I'm a big Riley Sager fan. I read this one with my parents. We all pretty much gave it very high ratings. I don't know if we all gave it five stars, but um basically a haunting of hill house kind of story where Mm -hmm. a family moves in um to this beautiful victorian mansion and then about a month later in the dead of night they they flee leaving all their things behind and then the father writes a book about it so it's kind of a book within a book Uh and it's um it becomes a cult classic in their town you know he writes about the ghosts that made them leave and then it's it takes place a little bit after uh, he passes and his daughter, who was a kid at the time, mm-hmm. who has kind of fuzzy memories. So she's an unreliable narrator. Uh, she goes back to the house, which she was told never to return um, oh. to see what the actual truth is. So I oh, gave that I one. That on my list. I gave that one five stars. Excellent. Excellent book. Okay. 
Um, number four for me is a reread. When I read it last year, I gave it four stars and then I reread it and it just like hit, hit me different. It hit differently. <laughs> and I really, really liked it. Um, it's House of Earth and Blood, the Crescent City novel by Sarah J. Mass. Oh. It's an urban fantasy romance thriller set in a modern society, but also like a fantasy world as well. There are like fae, mermaids, angels, vampires, wolf changers, every creature, the fantastical creature you can ever think of. Basic premise is that Bryce is like half human, half fae living in the city. Her best friend is violently murdered and she has to team up with a like an angel cop to solve the murder. There's so many twists and like the power of friendship. I was like sobbing at the end. Um, it was just so, so good. It's the a new series, newer series by Sarah J. Mass. So mm-hmm. highly recommend that one. Okay, my next one, also to no one's surprise, is The Death of Mrs. Westaway. Oh, um, yeah. Now... As we talked about, Goodreads doesn't allow half stars, but I wrote in my review, I gave it four and a half. So mm-hmm. this one's about a girl who um, is down in her luck. I believe she's a tarot card reader or a fortune teller or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that in, in London. And uh, she's being harassed by loan sharks. She's broke, broke. And she gets a letter in the mail saying, you have an inheritance you can claim because Mrs. Westway has died. And she's like, bet. Awesome. Uh, however, <laughs> don't know who that is. Yeah, but I think I can con my way into this inheritance because I really need the money. Uh, so she goes, she meets the family of Mrs. Westway. Things are not as they seem. Yeah, love that one. Love Ruth. Warren. I really like that one too. I read card. that. I read that this year too. That was really good. Um, would you? Would you give that one like three? I think three I think I gave it four. I gave it four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, book number five for me is a young adult fantasy novel called Spin the Dawn by Elizabeth Lim. Oh. It's basically Project Mun- Runway meets Mulan. It's like based on Chinese culture. Basically, Maya wants to be a clothes tailor, but she's a girl, so she can't. So when the emperor requests that she comes to the capital and compete in a competition to tailor the new queen, she must dress as a man to make her dreams come true. And there's like a handsome, morally gray wizard as well. So yes, read it. <laughs> Um, my next one is not one that I think I've talked about, but mm-hmm. it's another five star, uh, local woman missing by Mary Kubica. Um, mm. this was my first Mary Kubica. I read this with my mom. This one is dark. So if it sounds interesting to you, Becky, I wouldn't recommend this one for you specifically just because of things I know okay. you don't like in books. Okay. Okay. So I would say for fans of criminal minds, um, it's a multi POV split timeline, follows two missing persons cases in a quiet suburb everyone has secrets lots of twists in in my review i said will you be able to guess who the killer is i bet not (laughs) so annoying but uh yeah i love that one my mom also gave it five stars which is how i uh, promoted it at the bookstore i said me and my mom both gave this five stars (laughs) scary nothing like a mom review Mm-hmm. Um, my book number six is one I'd mentioned before, The Adventures of Amina Al-Sarifa by S.A. Chakraborty. And this is the one I mentioned, which is a Middle Eastern lady pirate in the 1300s fantasy. So yeah. really good. Um, my next one is uh, The Wedding Crasher by Mia Sosa. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a romance book. It's a rom-com about a girl who overhears the, a bride-to-be on the wedding day that she's helping out with and like being a wedding vendor at she overhears her confess her love for another man so she objects at the wedding um and then they her and the groom end up fake dating uh so fake dating trope for those who like it i gave that one four stars it was in the goodreads um romance finals uh and it got the least amount of votes but i I think it's criminally underrated so oh okay um, i'll have to add that she's also a black author as well so okay cool 
Um, my next book, number seven, is Open Book by Jessica Simpson, which is really funny for oh me because like I wasn't even reading memoirs before like three weeks ago. Um, but I yeah. felt like she was my friend and she was like letting me in on these secrets of like her boyfriends, her dating, her family, like her whole story, her faith. It's just super easy listening. I listened to her, the audiobook and um, yeah, it was just really good. I gave it five stars. All right. That's surprising. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not because like of who it is or it's just like like you said, celebrity memoirs, I don't see you as reading or giving five yeah. stars, but yeah, it's awesome. Um, my next one is was a four star and it was Dead Silence by S.A. Barnes. I read this as an arc. Oh, um, uh-huh. It literally is one of my favorite um, sci-fi horror books I've read and I recommend it at the store all the time to the point where there's a customer who I remember after I told him to read this book, he came back and he's like, I want to talk to the person who recommended this book. It was the best book I've ever read. Oh, I want more like it. Um, it, it was, it's uh, the best feeling. So now he comes in all the time and I'm like, you should read this. And he's like, okay, I trust you. Yeah. Um, but it's basically uh, this salvage crew um, is heading home. It's, it's their last expedition. They get a distress beacon. They find a ship that's been lost in space for 20 years. And it's kind of like oh, the Titanic of cruise ships. Like it's really uh-huh. expensive. It had big press when it went missing. Um, and they are like, we can really get a big payday if we go and kind of salvage some of the stuff that's in here. Uh, but what they find is horrifying. So Ooh, do you think I'd like it? I, Oh, I think you might be I think if you read it you would read it and be like okay and give it three stars the reason okay. I really loved it is because um, I love the Titanic and I love like space horror because space is already horrifying to me Yeah. so it yeah. was like the perfect book and like the, the beginning of the setup um, is very similar to like Aliens which I really love um, okay. by uh, you know the movie James yeah. Cameron. Okay. Uh, anyways, love that one. Next. Okay. Um, I am going to go with We Were Dreamers, an immigrant superhero origin story. This is by the actor Simo Liu. He was the actor from Marvel's oh. Shang-Chi. It was his hit memoir. Um, and I listened to the audiobook for it. And it basically talks about his parents meeting in China, their love story, how they came to the U.S. and then Canada. And kind of like his growing up, you know, his East meets West kind of cultural upbringing. Um, listen to the audiobook. His voice is super sexy. So five stars oh, for Jesus sexy Christ. voice. Is that another one you read in the past couple weeks? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. All right. My next one is The Mercies by Kieran Millwood Hargrave. And this one um, is a historical fiction set in Norway in uh, the 1600s. Oh. And it ha- what happens is there's a storm that comes and it kills off all the men in the village, leaving the women to fend for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens when a uh, – what is he? I guess he's a – I don't want to say what he is, but – it's a man who who thinks that they're all witches so he comes to uh put them to rights uh and it's a beautiful story it's literary fiction um i don't want to say too much about it but i love this book it was amazing i read it with my friend amanda and we both loved it oh that sounds nice my book number nine is another young adult novel this uh fantasy it's called violet made of thorns by gina chen um, and I'm just going to read the blurb that's on the book because it's too much to describe. But a darkly enchanting fantasy debut about a morally gray witch, a cursed prince, and a prophecy that ignites their fate-twisted destinies. 
perfect for fans of the cruel prince prince and serpent and dove but i really really liked it Ooh, Uh, that sounds like one i would read yeah for sure all right second to last one another riley sager on this list he's the only Uh person to get on this list twice (laughs) um house across the lake this is his newest debut or newest debut newest release um Mm -hmm. released in june um i read this with my parents well actually no i read it first and then my parents just read it a month ago and they all loved it um (laughs) this one's a controversial one i don't want to say why but this one has iffy reviews so if you're looking at their views and you're like and i'm not sure just so you know, like, it's one that divides people, for sure. Oh. But it's about a a woman who her husband dies tragically. She's kind of an alcoholic. Uh, she lives at a house at a lake. And she, like, is kind of a peeping Tom uh, for her neighbors across the way who are this rich, famous celebrity couple. And one day she saves the woman from drowning. And then... Um, she keeps an eye on her with her binoculars and she sees, she sees some disturbing things happening through the lenses at the other the house across the lake so really love that one i gave that one uh four stars four stars nice okay my last one is uh one that i got roasted by my family for pronouncing quotient wrong <laughs> um it is kiss oh quotient God. by helen huang and this is the one i mentioned she's a neurodivergent woman who hires an escort to help her learn how to date that's a rom-com I also roasted you for saying quotient you did. wrong. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> My family did I tell you to read that one, or was that like a completely independently picked up one? Um, I think you might have told me to read that one. Well, it's one of my favorite romances. I love it. Yeah, it's good. It's I really good. It all the time. Mm-hmm. All um, right, what's your last okay. one? Okay, my last one. To no one's surprise, if you were waiting for me to mention this one and you're like, why isn't she saying this one? I saved it to last. <laughs> uh, Book Lovers, Emily Henry. Yep. I was Best romance it. I've read in five years. Uh, it's a cute small town rom-com uh, to literary it, there's a literary agent and a copywriter I believe they are I forget their exact rules but um, I gave it five stars uh, she is kind of a type a he's like a, a grumpy uh, editor they bump into each other. It's so funny. Like Emily Henry's dialogue is hilarious. And like if you can get through a Emily Henry book without smiling, you're actually a serial killer. Like <laughs> it was so cute and like very much like Hallmark with mm-hmm. a little spice. So yeah. Love that. So yeah, that's my top ten. Wow. We got through it. Yay, we did it. But let's talk about the not so good this year. Um why don't we talk about our most disappointing? Now, I only have one book. Do you have multiple books or just one? Um, I just put one because I thought it was just one that we were talking about. I kind of wish I added more because there was a lot of disappointing reads, but I'm just going to talk about Aww. one. Okay. Well, mine is actually disappointing for multiple reasons, but it's The Mist by Stephen King. I mm-hmm. talked about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's my first Stephen King I've ever read, and I gave it two stars. I was really let down. I... I actually prefer the movie very much. The movie is way better to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is like the way that he, the actual like supernatural aspects I really liked. However, he, he just adds weirdly unnecessary commentary that doesn't belong in a horror story. Like oh. half the book, this guy is like, even though he knows his wife is probably dead and like, 
as he discovers what's in the mist, he's like, oh, yeah, my wife was probably brutally murdered. But this oh woman at, it, that I'm stuck with at the grocery store is super hot and I like want to get with her. And it happens multiple times that he mentions Ugh. it. It's so weird. Dude. And like the way he goes about it is so gross. Um, it's also like he's also fat phobic. Like I've heard this about Stephen King, but the way he talks about overweight people is really disgusting and like unnecessary. Yeah. So I was really disappointed. Um, I've heard, I mean, from multiple people, but especially, you know, the owner of the bookstore, Drew, that uh, a lot of people prefer Joe Hill, who is actually Stephen King's son. Um, oh, okay. Who actually writes horror novels as well. Uh, so I might. I don't want to give up on Stephen King, but like that really bummed me out. I don't know. Yeah. It's really sad. Oh. All right. What's yours? Okay. So I want to say that I was disappointed in myself for reading this book, <laughs> but um, okay. I'm going to have to go with uh, Jennifer Armatrout's fourth book in the freaking series, War of Two Queens. <laughs> um, this is the fourth book of like eight or nine book series that she's working on. And there's like vampires. It's in a fantasy world. And this basically, this whole book could have been an email. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this whole book could have been an email. <laughs> Athena's going to love that. Cause I, Athena, know, I know. She is. Athena greatly, greatly hates the the, the series. Um, it's actually a point of contention to this day because I recommended it to one of the, um, one of the girls who works with us. And she actually picked it as our, like our boss buys us oh, a no. book for Christmas. <laughs> and so she bought that book. And so now I'm just antagonizing Athena about it. But I don't know. I, I actually stopped reading the series, but um, I really like the first two. I'm going to read the third one, I think. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just I, I don't have time for big series at this point in my life. Yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> um, it's poorly written. And like I knew that like I read the first one and I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. Um, the like the basic plot, and I don't even know how to describe the plot at this point. But basically, this girl—I mean, I wouldn't because because if you describe it, it's going to spoil it like very much. That's, so that is true. What's the name of the first book? I'm brain farting. From Blood and Ash. From Blood and Ash. Yes, that's the first one. And they're just like really poorly written. Like she needs a better editor, and you know this going in, but it's like I think an excuse for like to write smutty scenes. And this was just like I don't know. I was just disappointed in myself. I'm like, well, why she, did you do this, Becky? She cranks them out pretty yeah she does two a year like two books a year which is insane yeah but i think it's for jennifer armantrout i've read other stuff by her and for me it's like yes it's not the best writing but i usually enjoy the plot but Mm -hmm. if she's trying to spread it out over that long like sis just just cut some some stuff out i think yeah Mm -hmm. um all right so let's talk about um what was your average rating for the year? Now we both calculated this. I yes. think I think mine is going to be higher than yours. Oh, okay. Well, mine was a three point seven five for this year. Really? Yeah. I'm so wrong. I'm so incorrect. <laughs> mine was three point two nine. Oh, huh. That's like actually really, really different too. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I'm so surprised I guess too. I'm the more strict grader. <laughs> Apparently so. Um, okay, um, so what was your favorite book cover? Okay, so this one was hands down so easy because I actually bought this book mostly because of the cover or Ooh. at least caught my eye because of the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, which oh, is one that of my is favorite a pretty books one. of the year. Um, yeah. And 
I remember buying it from our store and I don't buy hardcovers. Usually I don't like hardcovers um, unless it's like a book I've been anticipating for a long time. And I bought this one and it was a signed copy as well. I had never heard of the book before it came out, but I read the synopsis and I was like, yep, yep, yep. I need this book. And the cover caught my eye. So that one for sure. What about you? Um, So I picked a book called A Dance with the Fae Prince by Elise Kova. Now the book was very mediocre. I gave it three stars, but the cover is gorgeous. It kind of looks like it's it's an illustration with like a winged fae person with the human girl and it has like almost like a watercolor quality to it but i just like would when i was reading it i just would stare at the cover at the like illustrations of his wings it's really really pretty yeah that is a good cover that whoever is her cover designer is i like their art style a lot yeah yeah it's good i mean books are mediocre but good art good art Okay, so the next one, um, favorite new author or like an author that we realized was was a new favorite this year. Um, now, I have a couple for this. So why don't you say yours first? Yeah, I just did one. So I kind of took this in a different direction. Um, so I picked... What a Jeanette, surprise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I picked Jeanette McCurdy's book, I'm Glad My Mom Died. Now, she talks and if you don't know she's an actress most famous for like Nickelodeon's iCarly um basic story is that her mother abused her um and encouraged a lifelong eating disorder for her and also encouraged her to act or forced her to act basically she didn't want everyone to act but I really liked her voice like in her perspective the way she told her story um and she even talked about when she was younger how she wanted to write and I think she is going into like the directing and writing scripts direction um, but I would love to see another book from her in the future just because I really enjoyed her vo- her voice. But I don't okay. know what that would look like, you know, especially because this was a memoir and I don't know if she would ever write fiction or nonfiction again, um, specifically yeah. like in the book format. But um, I just really, really enjoyed her her voice and it was her debut book. So that's She probably won't write another book for yeah, a while. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably right. If, but... she, if at all. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have a couple and I actually – um calculated how many books i've read from this from these uh-huh. authors uh this year so i think my new uh, i don't know my new favorite was probably emily henry because i read book lovers and i also read her arc which is happy place and i loved both mm-hmm. of them um i read two books from her this year the other three i i read three books each this year which I think is a lot, like, for one author. Yeah. Um, so the first one is Tessa Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read um, Secretly Yours, which I've talked about. I read um, Hook, Line, and Sinker, which is the second mm-hmm. book in the It Happened One Summer. Yeah. And then I read her newest one, which is Happenstance. Um, and I enjoyed all three of them. So she's definitely a new favorite, at what they call an auto buy author. Um, that used to be a popular thing on BookTube, uh, but auto buy is like if they're if they're releasing books, I'm buying them. Okay. The other two are Riley Sager and Ruth Ware, who I read three <laughs> books each from. So, oh, wow. so two two romance and two thriller <laughs> to no one's nice. surprise yeah yeah that's so so you so you it's like so me you know so you. um the next one is author we realized was favorite this year oh well i kind of combined mine oh you did yeah 
Um, So mine is one that's been my favorite for a while, and I reread books. It's Sarah J. Mass will always be the queen author to me. I compare every fantasy novel I ever read to her, which is really sad. (laughs) So rereading Crescent City, I was like, yes, in preparation for the sequel to Crescent City. Mm -hmm. Yes, Um, Crescent City. Yes, yes. It was so good. And I'm just like, yes, she's the queen. So I still have to read the second one. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> I remember when you finished it and you're like, you need to re- read this now. I need someone to talk about it. And I was like, okay, I will. And I read the first chapter and I was she like, this is too not. long. She will not. <laughs> I will. I will. I made my mom um, read it so that I could talk about it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's cute. So you forced multiple people to read it or tried to. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the last thing on our list that we want to talk about is kind of what we want to accomplish in the new year. Because that pretty much wraps up what we wanted to talk about about 2022. And we're looking to 2023 now, uh, which is weird to say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. So let's start with the the easy one. What is going to be your Goodreads goal next year? Um, Are you going to go for 85? I'm going to do 88 books. 88. Okay. 88. That's just three more because it, str- it was a struggle to get to 85. So I'm going to challenge yeah. myself a little more and do 88. Also, the year I was born, 88. So- 88. Wow, you're so old. <laughs> you're so old. <laughs> Mine, I'm going to go a little bit higher with 125. Oh. Ooh, shoot. Um, so 100 was this year, but I mm-hmm. got to one 110 or mm-hmm. 111. And I've I could have made 125 for sure. Yeah. I just didn't I just didn't push myself. Mm-hmm. Um so that's my goal. It might be the first time in several years where I don't complete it. Um mm. I'm a little worried about it. So but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um so any other like uh book related stuff yeah. that you want to accomplish? Let's yeah. Talk. So I was like I did a breakdown and I read um, 22% of my books were fantasy, 30% were romance, um, and, uh, 11% were thriller. And I was looking at my like ratings and I don't know if I actually like romance as, as much as I thought, because I gave an average of three stars to most ro- romance books that I read. And I'm wondering if maybe okay. I don't actually like romance. Um, I don't know. So I'm wondering if I should read less romance and I think I want to read more sci-fi and more thrillers. And more nonfiction. To be fair, I think that you don't read the right romances. I mean, that I, I think totally what you should do is just read what I tell you to do. <laughs> just, just read what I read. <laughs> just, just read what I say. Absolutely. So this is related to romance, but so a couple months ago, um, I was thinking like. Because one of um, my coworkers at the store started a book club at the store, um, mm-hmm. revived a book club, I will say. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I think I would be good at that. Like, I I feel like I could lead discussions and it would be nice to, you know, meet a group of people. But um, I was going to do like a mystery thriller book club. Ooh, yeah. And then literally the next day, a customer was like, I want to start a mystery thriller book club. And Ooh. then we were like, okay, cool. And then I was like, okay, well, that's fine. You know, I, I can participate still. Um, unfortunately, it's like the one the one day of the week I cannot ever attend which is which is great Um, yep it's bowling night um but i think that maybe i can do a romance book club so i might 
I might ask if I can do that. Um, I guess this is way of this is my way of asking because my boss listens to the podcast. Hello, <laughs> um, I would love hey, to Drew. start a romance book club. Um, my only fear is how I avoid the Colleen Hoover discussion. Like, Ooh, hey, we yeah. should read the new Colleen Hoover. I'm like, uh, respectfully, no. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for asking. So I think it might be like I pick the books, <laughs> like only me. Like, oh, this yeah, is not a yeah. democracy. Like I yeah. will dictate what books we read. And I might, I don't know. I don't know which one I would start with, but maybe we could start in you know february and we could read the new test bailey i don't know so romantic yes that would be cute anyways that's that's another one what about you any more um no not not so much um i want to read like a little bit more nonfiction than i have yeah because i that's always one i have how many i read two christian living ones and i read seven memoirs so that's a lot a lot for me for someone who didn't yeah. any and then like you know picked him up so yeah um yeah that's that's it <laughs> i would i would love to read um so my last one is i want to read at least one classic which is so attainable Ooh, right i want to do that too i'm like, gonna i that. literally want to want to read just one classic because i used to say oh i want to read one nonfiction a month that's not happening bestie no. like mm-hmm. respectfully that's not going to happen. Um, so, but one classic, that's so attainable. Maybe I'll do yeah. two, maybe I'll do three, but one, the bare minimum of one, <laughs> I can do that. Right. Yeah. Um, also, I have one nonfiction on here. I want to read one nonfiction book. Just Ooh, one. Yeah. You got just this. one. Got this. Yeah. Um, and then also I want to read at least one memoir. That's pretty mm-hmm. attainable. Yeah. Um, I also said one middle grade, Mm-hmm. Um, one reread, and then I want to read some more sci-fi, um, yes. fantasy in general yes. because yes, yes, yes. I know that I love sci-fi and fantasy. I just like don't. That's not my go-to pick because it yeah. it can be intimidating. So uh, that's that that's my that's my bookish goals. Those are my bookish goals. I just added um, read one Riley Sager book because I haven't read him yet. Oh my gosh! So, well, yeah, gonna... I I definitely think that you should start with Home Before Dark, without a okay. doubt, um, because the the House Across the Lake is controversial, and I don't think you would okay. like that one. His other ones, like I think you would hate Survive the Night, Final Girls. I think you would think is okay. Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, the other ones I haven't read, so Home Before Dark for sure. Okay. Okay, girl. Well, okay, girl. I guess this is this is the last podcast of 2020. Yeah. Or what? <laughs> I just said 2020. Becky, I just said 2020. Oh it's 2019. This is the last This is the last podcast of 2020. <laughs> oh my god. It's the last podcast of 2022. Um we will we will see you guys in the new year. We have some fun stuff coming. But if there's anything you guys want us to talk about in the new year, leave a comment on this episode. Let us know. We we do take your ideas into consideration. So please do. Yeah. And let us know how your bookish goals went. I would love to hear. Yeah, absolutely. For, for 2022 or 2020, as Rachel says. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, All right. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Your Bookstore Besties. Please like, share, and subscribe so more people can listen. Have a beautifully bookish day.